Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My, my name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. Without fail, we never miss a week. Here we are. Here we are. How are you? What's going on? How was your Thanksgiving? Tell me everything. Well, I'm going to tell you my Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Everybody that I tell about my Thanksgiving, as soon as I say, well, not every, you know, in this world of, uh, you know, split families or people are married or whatnot, two Thanksgiving isn't, two Thanksgivings, that's not an unusual situation no, for people. not at all. But the fact that Thanksgiving number one occurred at 10 in the morning Uh-huh. Is very shocking to people. Yeah, you know. Well, like, did you have turkey? Because when would you have to start cooking a turkey to eat at ten? Well, no, 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 no. Well, we we showed up to a Thanksgiving at ten. You know, my parents weren't any. This is part of the story. Okay. Which is, my parents were like, "You need to be at Mike's in laws. Mike is my brother. Mike's in laws' house at ten a.m. You know. So we go. They, they go. Do you want to go with us? And I go. No, I'd rather go in my own car so I can leave whenever I want. Right. So we both get there at 10 a.m. Lawson, uh, it's one of these situations where the my brother's in-laws were like in their curlers. and Yeah. Because it wasn't until <laughs> 1030. And you, they were being very polite because we were the only ones there. Right. And because and they were still getting ready. How uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, super uncomfortable. I was like, ugh. My mom's like, I thought it was at 10. And my brother late, my brother got there at 10.30. He's like, uh, everyone knows it's at 10.30. My mom looks, mm-hmm. looks at her phone. She goes, oh, yeah, it's 10.30. Ugh. Anyway, um, she made a whole range of food. She made turkey, lasagna, and there was a whole cheese spread and, uh, like, appetizers, which I actually mm-hmm. really filled up on the appetizers and whatnot, and I had lasagna, because any chance I get to have non-traditional Thanksgiving food, I'm going to take it. Okay. Okay. So, the big bone of contention, my mom was like, I want to have, that is not Thanksgiving, I want my Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to have Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, the only people who were going to her Thanksgiving were me my dad and herself, and she goes. Yeah, and Joey, you told us about that last yeah. week. Yeah, well, I have to repeat it for people. Maybe people didn't hear. She goes, "I want you to make a turkey," and I was like, "Okay." And I think I said that they wanted roast beef and turkey, and this whole the whole spread, Mike Lawson. Yeah. So I made a turkey sous vide. You know, I put it in the you know a whole thing. Made a whole turkey breast. I will say it was a turkey breast. It was a turkey breast. 
Okay. My mom and less a- difficult to sous vide than to like roast a turkey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Freeze up the yeah. oven, stuff like that. Yeah. My mom made a pot roast. Okay. Um, she also made mashed potatoes. She made, you know, like those roasting pans that they have for turkeys, the big yeah. turkey pans. She filled it up with stuffing. Meanwhile, let me remind you, it was myself, my mom, and my dad, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Okay. So Did made, she make the stuffing from scratch? Is this from, from a scratch? box? No. What do you scratch, got? From scratch. Jesus, Betty. I think a lot of Mexicans don't know how to make small amounts of food because we had an aunt. Uh, who used to make chili? Even if it would be like for five people, she could only make a giant pot of chili. Yeah, that's all she knew how to make. You know? No, is it an is it presumptuous for you to say that? Like, has she said I don't know how to make small portions? Or I, I know, do you think I've that it up. in their head it's something more like, well, if I'm gonna be cooking, I might as well cook it, cook a big amount, and have it for a week to it's, have. It's a mixture of both, and something you didn't ma- mention. She, I did bring it up to her. My mom doesn't know how much food human beings eat. Sure. So her answer is always that my father really likes stuff her stuffing. Okay. Okay. And there's three of us. That means we need three turkeys, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, let me tell you this. This stuffing is sitting in a Tupperware. And there, no one's touched it. Like the, the, the smallest dent in the, in the, was made in the stuffing because there's only three people, right? She mm-hmm. put the rest in Tupperware. No one has touched. Uh, no one has touched this at all. Okay, the stuffing. And I'm going to ask you a question. Remember, my mom made a whole spread: mashed potatoes, biscuits, stuffing, roast, the yeah. the turkey, everything. So she made two pumpkin pies, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Wait, pumpkin pie from scratch too, or was that yeah, but my mom, like my mom, frozen? My, my, here's everything I don't want to say too loud. My mom's a horrible cook. Okay, that's part yeah. Of, yeah, horrible. Like literally one of the worst. Anyway. Yeah. By the have, way, while you're whispering, I yeah. should maybe bring this up. Someone in the chat room is saying that my voice is much louder than yours. Yeah, that so. happens. It, it evens out on the recorded episode. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise what happens is I turn my gain up. And then it's just way too loud. I, I like my I like my gain where it is. Thank you. Okay. Inside uh, podcasting talk with Mike and Joe. Anyway, so I'm not, I'm not editing this. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not editing this treasure of an episode we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell I'm trying to stretch this story out as long as possible? So I'm going to ask you a question, Mike Lawson. Please. How much turkey? Between I'm not going. I'm going to make it easy. Between my parents, between my mom and my dad, how many slices of turkey? Because it's a turkey breast, it came. I, I put it in like a cylinder when I sous vide, yeah. so sliced it up. You know, how much? How many slices of turkey breast between my mom and my dad did they consume? What well, I mean, just kind of understanding where this story is going, I know it's on the low side. I would say three slices a piece would be kind of like they filled up. So I think I think that that's being kind of like generous three slices a piece is my guess is it less zero (laughs) zero and they had zero for uh for leftovers just zero and i've eaten turkey sandwiches and by the way this turkey is delicious it's moist of course it's perfect because it's sous vide you can't fuck up sous vide turkey right Mm -hmm. it's moist it's flavorful it's delicious 
I've had amazing turkey sandwiches for four days in a row. I can only have so much, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Lawson, yeah, zero. No one's touched. No one's touched this stuffing. No one's touched oh this my turkey. God, I wish I had a fridge full of leftover stuffing right now. Oh, no, you don't. It sounds so good. <laughs> I I actually enjoy Thanksgiving leftovers more than Thanksgiving dinner. My mom makes that argument too, and then doesn't have Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, I like a good sandwich with like a di- made out of dinner roll with mm. like stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and yeah. maybe even a little cranberry sauce. Sure, it's kind of all stuffed in there and yum. Yeah, but here's the deal: is yes, you Thanksgiving leftovers are amazing the next day. The end, not. Okay, we are now on Monday, and there's still enough to feed an army of leftovers. Yeah. I think that's kind of – I don't know if it's unique to your family. I think that's something that Americans do is where we just, like, overcook and overpurchase because we're like – and then we enjoy, you know, eating the the extras, and then we end up throwing a bunch away. I think we do that a yeah, lot. Yeah, I know, but not Mike. You don't make a roasting pan full of stuffing for three people. Yeah. It, and it, then it not even f- touch it. No, no. She ate the stuffing a little bit. Okay. Oh, you can only eat so much. No, didn't touch the turkey. Mike Lawson, a giant, a turkey breast is big. Like a giant turkey breast didn't touch it. I, I can, I eat, you know, a couple of slices, two or three slices, but didn't touch, right. no touching of it. Didn't That's touch so it. funny, Betty. Yes. Didn't touch because because their logic is it's Thanksgiving. You are supposed to have turkey. Even if we hate turkey and we don't eat turkey, you have turkey at Thanksgiving. Yeah. The sacrificial turkey. How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> What'd you do? Um, nothing. My whole house was empty, which was so nice. Mm-hmm. So I cooked uh uh stuffing mm-hmm. uh from a box though yeah. just because it was on sale i bought some yeah so i cooked stuffing and then i roasted um some mushrooms mm-hmm. and i got this like nice kind of like olive oil that i've been using so i like use that and like mushrooms onions um is that all garlic mm-hmm. wow and then after i cooked the stuffing on the stove i like put it into the roasting pan as well and kind of crisped it oh god it was good and you were the um, only one in the house. Only one in the house. I was like down there with music on in the kitchen, uh, which I haven't done in a long time because I never have, you know, any alone time in this house because there's mm. 400 people living here now. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't it just you, Mario, and, the babies, uh, them, the mom? Is anybody else missing? Alex and Ricardo, yeah. So Alex, Ricardo, mom, sister, oh, three sister. babies. Three babies, Mike, Mario. So nine people live in this house. Oh, I didn't know the sister was there. I guess with her own baby. No, the sister's here. I mean, they, she's in the guest room that they built next to my room. Remember that <gasps> oh, ordeal where he yeah. was like, I'm just going to uh, patch up this window you have in your room and put a guest room there. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving was nice. Um, I actually – so there's – uh, a dude who I know from uh, the White Horse Bar up here. Mm-hmm. Heard of it? Yeah. Been there. And Oh, yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. And so I see him all the time. We're friends on social media. I've seen him at the bar a million times. But I actually run into him. We kind of have similar, like, I don't know, life patterns. So, like, we go to the same sort of 
Walgreens. We go to the same kind of places for drinks after work. And like, I just run into him a lot. He's a super nice guy. Mm -hmm. His name's Eduardo. Mm -hmm. And we, he, he had this like social thing at the bar. I don't really understand what it was. It was like a special night at the bar where it was like a dance thing that he's been promoting. Okay. And I went and I, I should also back up. Like we've text messaged a couple times, me and this guy. Mm-hmm. And like, I would really like to be his friend, mm-hmm. but I kind of get like, he might be interested in me that way. Sort of vibes. Oh. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be like, I don't want to give like all these signs where I'm like, let's hang out. I want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. And then he's thinking that it's something else. So I sort of keep it at arm's distance. Do you if you're not me? interested in him romantically. I'm not, no. Okay. All right. And but I am interested in him friendshiply. Okay. Platonically. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. And so um but I have many times so he also has this one good friend that is like if you didn't know them, you would think that they were like boyfriends because they're always together. Mm-hmm. I would say they have like two social media pictures where they're not in it together. Mm-hmm. Like they're just always together mm-hmm. besties. Mm-hmm. And so I say like, Oh, I want to hang out with both of you guys. Like I make it very clear. Like I want to hang out with both of you and text me next time you guys are doing this or whatever. So he's promoting this party and I tell him I'm going to go partially because, you know, he asked me. And so, I, I want to get invited to places, so I have yeah. to say yes sometimes. I'm learning that if you say no all the time, the inv- invites stop coming. Yeah. So I say yes. I go to this thing. We talk a little bit, um, socialize a little bit, but he had he knows a lot of people, so it's not like he's there to kind of talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day after, the very next day, Joey, he texts me, and he invites me to go with them this weekend to Tahoe. Now, yeah, it's a group of people. They rented some sort of Airbnb cabin Mm -hmm. and one of their friends backed out but has already paid. Mm -hmm. So he's like, really, you just need to like you'll need to buy food and drink and Mm -hmm. the room's already taken care of. Do you want to join us? Mm -hmm. And I said, I have to look into the work to I have to look into to I have Mm-hmm. Oh my god, did I just have a stroke? I have to look into some work stuff yeah. to see if I could do it. Mm-hmm. And part of me really wants to do it, but part of me also doesn't want to be in some weird situation where he drove me up to Tahoe and now I'm like in some awkward situation where I'm like, oh, I'm not interested in you in that way. But you a bunch me? of people were going. Yeah, it's three people plus me, so it would be four oh. people total. Oh, It's not like... Yeah, it's not that like four hundred people. Oh, and is the other are the other two people a couple? No, nobody's a couple. They're okay. all gay men. Mm-hmm. Nobody's a couple. Um, I don't know. What do you? Where? Where's your head at? Because I could totally get away and go. Okay, I wait. Can, I, I, I can I, make it. Yeah. Well, do do you know these other two gay men? I know one of the other two. The other one of them is like the bestie that's yeah. always with him everywhere, yeah. and then one other guy is a dude I've never met. Are you attracted to any of them? We've well, never met the other. The, one. N- no, I mean they're all attractive men. Mm-hmm. I'm just not like about to sleep with any of them. If that's what you're asking. Now, how do you like, know that the bestie isn't in? Like, has a thing for the other guy? 
uh, he might. I just feel like they kind of they've been like in BFF Facebook photos for years. No, 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 that... no, 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 no. I'm saying, how do you know that the um, mm-hmm. Bessie doesn't have I'm a thing a... for the fourth guy that's coming? I understand your question oh, and oh, I'm okay. answering it. Oh, They've all been in like BS BFF photos for years that I can't imagine. Dude, like I know that the two of them are single, the two that I know. Okay. So I don't think that there's anything like that. And they've been all friends for years. I just have never met that third guy. Oh, okay. Misunderstood. Okay. All right. So he's he's BFF with this third guy too. Yeah, they're all kind of like friends. Oh, and I, just I thought it was never... just the one you'd met. Okay. All right. Now I understand. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that then, then that's a hard no. You think so? Yeah, because even like you know me, right? I, I've met you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let's say I was like, Lawson, do you want to go to Palm Springs with me, Chris, and Mercedes? Would you yes. go? Yeah. Oh. Wait, why wouldn't I go? I was if say, Joey, if Joe Batanz invited me to Palm Springs, I would go. Oh, I thought you were going to say because I could hear my answer. He's like, oh, well, there. I don't want to be the fourth wheel, so to speak. You know, like there are three besties. Well, being a fourth wheel is fine. I don't want to be a third wheel. Yeah, but if they already have like a little three thing going, even if it's not romantic, are they going to be like have all these inside jokes and you're just like, he 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 Yeah. Let me ask well, you this I question. How many rooms? How many rooms are in the cabin? I don't know. And how do you even ask that? Will I have my own bed? Yeah. Like, I I haven't really asked. I just know that the cabin's been paid for. And it still could be. If you, if you Now, what, what are the clues you have that he has a thing for you? Well, I mean, he's told me I look handsome. <laughs> okay. So that's, I mean, I mean, not, you can say that in a way. Mm-hmm. But, like. It's when he's been, like, drinking, he gets a little more, like, handsy. Oh, really? Yeah, I just kind of pick up on something. But, like, he's respectful. I don't feel like he is pushing anything. But, like, maybe this is his... Wait, I think my phone's broken. Oh, do you want a phone? (laughs) I haven't received a photo, so I think my phone must be broken because you sent me a photo of... Send me a photo of him and send me the photo of the friend, too. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna fuck uh, if it's it... a fucking twenty-two-year-old hot twink. I'm gonna fucking no. murder you. <laughs> he's a, he's a couple years older than me. Oh, I don't boy. know his, his his exact age. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and it's in a cabin in Tahoe. While you, I I see. This is me. I just love as as the older I get, the more I love sleeping in my own bed. Yeah. Going to like even like and we're gonna we'll talk about this a little bit later while you send the picture. Is you know, sweet Michael is coming to town, and I'm gonna be you know. Oh, oh here we go. Which- so the dude on the right in the hat is the one who invited me, and then the left is his friend that's always with him. I'm gonna give that a hard no. Really? They're and- both handsome. I think they're both very handsome men. Um, what the one on the right looks like? It- Did he listen? I mean, this is on the internet. I don't know if you know, so it's possible he could. <laughs> he is very handsome. Hold on, I'm gonna make an, I have to make an after-breakfast note here. <laughs> don't be mean. He, I think he's a handsome man. Mm-hmm. No, he's very handsome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, why? Like, they're just two normal people, right? Yeah. Why is there a copyright mark? 
Well, that's like a picture taken at a bar. Oh, you know how bars do that thing mm-hmm. where they yeah. like post good pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and then they tag themselves or something. Yeah, I, I, I you know, anyway, as I was saying, I, I as the older I get, the more I want to sleep in my own bed, and uh, and you have to really have something tempting going on for me to get to to pull me away from that. And I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm also, though, in a position where... Say yes. I mean, n- yeah, just, like, say yes and, like, I've... I need I need to work on friendships. Like, that's something I need to be very intentional about because mm-hmm. I have this bizarre, sort of unhealthy uh, uh, desire to be in a one-on-one like very something that i've just been trained i need to be in this heteronormative i need one partner and i need to just kind of marry and buckle down and be Mm -hmm. that person in it like i obsess over it when i'm single and so it's take like i need to sort of like very intentionally not allow that to consume me right now Mm -hmm. i don't need i don't need a boyfriend like why does my brain go to that yeah you know which is so um, funny. I'm the opposite. I I never think about. Uh, I, I'm so used to being single. Sad. <laughs> no, which is so funny because you know I'm like semi involved with someone, and uh, it's it's hard for me to get used to that. Uh, and not and not not in terms of like any commitments I have, but more like, oh, I'm supposed to talk to this person every day and share my emotions and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so the point is that I I think part of my brain wants to say yes because part of my brain thinks like, oh, I need to work on friendships. And these both of these people I enjoy hanging out with, they're inviting me with someone else. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm also in this like I need to be super frugal phase. And oh, yeah. this is a, a great way to marry the two. Like yeah. I'll, I'm going to have to pay for food if I'm at home or if I'm in Tahoe. Why don't mm-hmm. I just go to Tahoe and pay for food there? You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but you're saying hard no. Oh, hard no for me. Okay. But, but if, if, you, no if, you enjoy, if you enjoy hanging out. But look, here's the deal. I know you have the say yes thing, but did you ever read that article? It's such a douchey name, such a douchey article, but it is a great perspective on life. Did you ever read that fuck yeah article? I think the no, guy I don't made, know what you're talking about. I think I even made a book about it. Okay. The article is basically, uh, and I'll find it and I'll send it to you, that you have to be fuck yeah about whatever you're doing. And if you're not fuck yeah about it, then you don't do it. And the same thing goes with friends. If you don't feel like, fuck yeah, I want to hang out with that person, then you cut that person out of your life. And if the person doesn't feel fuck yeah about hanging out with you, then you cut them out of your life. Right? You have to be fuck yeah yeah. with each other. And then about I like that. Yeah, and about taking about about doing events, you have to be like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. And that you only do things that you're fuck yeah about. And life is too short. And so you're ready, you're not fuck yeah, I want to go to Tahoe. You're like, No, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And so like I think I think listen to the fuck yeah principle. I don't think that's always true, you know? But um, there's a there's this thing, a book I read called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and it's very similar. It's like... Oh, I think it's the same guy. Oh, see. that makes sense. It's yeah. not that you shouldn't give a fuck about anything. It's just like figure out what you're going to give a fuck about and then give lots of fucks about that and give no fucks to everything else. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure the guy revised it. Let me see. I think it might be the, that that same book. Yeah. In the chat room, by the way, mm-hmm. I know we don't normally talk mm-hmm. about it, but uh, we are recording live at Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap right now because it's Monday. We start at 8 a.m. And it's mixlr.com slash Drag Race Recap. And Sharon uh, in the chat says that this sounds like a recipe for anxiety for me. Yeah. Um, and she's probably right. Yeah. By the uh, way, uh, I did look it up and it's uh, Mark Manson is the guy that came up with that Mark, that fuck yes article. Oh, good. Yeah. By the way, I just talked that made no sense. Mark Manson wrote the book, the art, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, and he originally wrote that article in 2013. Cool. So, um, do you have any news stories you wanted to tell me about, or what's up with you? Not really. Can we talk? I guess a little bit, but I don't have the news story in front of me about what are your thoughts? Because I have very complex thoughts. I think it is the Orange County in me about this uh, group of migrants coming towards the border. And yesterday there was a short showdown where they shot tear gas to prevent them from coming into this country. And there's also this news story that's up in the air about whether Mexico is going to let them stay in Mexico while they petition for asylum. What are your thoughts now that the now that the uh, migrants are in the caravan is at the border? They're trying to get in the U.S. What are your thoughts on that, Mike Lawson? Um, I mean, I think we have pretty clear laws and like, we can deal with this pretty clearly and easily. Like, I don't know. I don't think that it's super confusing. Well, (laughs) I don't think that they're a huge threat to us. I think we have plenty of manpower to deal with this humanely and pretty effectively. Yeah. I'm on the same side as you, but I, I do think at this stage, like, okay, there is, oh God, it's, it's a weird thing here, but it's like, I wish, I wish Republican of the show, John Arts was here, because I'm sure he had a lot of time in here, but like, I, I, there's two things that I feel, and let me talk about my personal feelings just about this in general, is... And, and actually, I heard from from um, Armando and Carla, stepson of the show, Armando. Carla chimed in on this last week when I hung out with him. But it's one of these things where we do. You're right. We have laws, and there's a border, and like I, I'm I'm for treating them humanely. I'm, I'm I totally support them uh, applying for asylum. You know, if they claim asylum, and then we we go through the due process to to determine whether that is a valid. Uh, Perfect. Stop there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. But like, Perfect. Good. <clears throat> but you can't just climb over the border because you want to climb over the border. Like there, sure. there are borders for reasons. And I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer because the part I'm getting to is the Democrats. Now I'm getting to like the real politic kind of thing is the Democrats just had this big win. And, uh, you know, we're doing that required win over a lot of uh independents and more moderate thinkers and i think the democrats are have to be careful about this because they have their risk losing those people on this because i think there's a lot of people who feel like me where okay they're at the border but like you can't just random like in other words i'm very sympathetic to people who are already here but i don't know about how i feel about people who are openly saying like oh no we're gonna come into your country and so I don't know how I feel about that. And I think the Democrats need to be very careful because they could alienate a lot of people who have – there's goodwill right now with Democrats and a lot of people in this country. And they could alienate this by by advocating that they just get brought into this country because they want to come into this country. Yeah. 
I understand that the political kind of arguments are necessary to iron this out, mm-hmm. but I also am not super concerned with them. I just feel like I don't know, people people are doing this not because they're they're you know greedy folks like they're seeking safety mm-hmm. and I don't the compassionate part of me just it's not like I want to give up everything I have so that they can have safety, but also like that that's kind of like my responsibility to man. Like we all kind of just have to help each other. Don't we? I don't know. No, I, just, I, I agree with not have that compassion. Yeah, no, no. I agree with you that we have to have compassion, but when they're here, I don't know. It's just you. And here's the thing too, is I have this crazy cousin, right? And by the way, uh, now, I don't know how valid this is. This fake news alert here. Fake news. Okay. I just had a conversation with Armando and Carla who were telling me that if you watch Spanish language uh, media, uh, that they have a very different take on this, which is the caravan, I guess, is bringing a lot of. This is according to Armando and Carla fake news alert. Okay. Please. I've done no. I've done no independent research whether this is true. But that according to them, what I hear from them is that in Spanish language media, the caravan and what they're reporting and there's video, they said that backs us up. The caravan is, there's an element of the caravan that is very violent. And by the way, Carla and Carla is undocumented. Uh, They are very sympathetic to that, obviously. Armando is too. But they're saying that. Um, in Mexico, the my, the caravan is very unpopular because the caravan is openly saying that they're going to come and invade the U.S. and fuck the U.S. and blah 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 blah. And there's video of this. Like it's it's it, it's all over the place. Now I've never seen this. I don't know if this is real. And that they're bringing violence and that they like hate Mexico and they're saying fuck you Mexico and fuck you America. We're going over there. I've not seen this. And so. Like, again, like I said, you know, and by the way, in that same conversation, I came down on Carla. <clears throat> Not on Carla, actually. I made the point because Carla's family, oh, it's a whole other, I don't want to get into that bag of worms. But the point of this is, I just don't know how I feel. And I understand what you're saying. I have compassion when they've come over here. But I don't, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how I necessarily agree with just like you openly define a border that exists Telling you they're going to – I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about that. I think borders feel stupid and arbitrary already. Mm -hmm. And I also think we're getting like dangerously close to just saying like some people are more valuable than others. Like, oh, you made it across so like we'll do X, Y, or Z. You know, we have put up a big enough fence and therefore the people on that side are not worth – I don't know. It just feels – I see what you're saying, but then bad I, for me. I see what you're saying, but then one of the things that the left loves to do, and I'm not, I don't necessarily disagree with this because I think it is a model to look for, is they often look to Europe. It's always like, well, look, Europe has this amazing, um, you know, uh, nationalized medicine, socialized medicine that works for them. Europe has higher taxes and they have better quality of life and they have more. We're always looking to Europe as a model for how things work sometimes. And if you go to Europe, they do not fuck around with, like, you can't just move to England. That's what the point I'm going to make. I have this dumb cousin who thinks he can just move to England. The, the British will not put up with that. You, you have to have a reason for being in England. They will kick your ass out if you don't. Um, and a lot of these countries, especially in Europe, are other countries. What, what country do you know of that has just completely open borders? Sure. So, uh, it, and, and, and uh, so... 
I, I, I don't know. This is it, it, a lot of it. I worry about the the political ramifications more. Like you know, you're right. Do I care? Do, are these five hundred or thousand people or whatever going to have a huge impact on that? No, but it does set a, a dangerous precedent. And I also feel like, um, uh, I don't know. I just sort of feel like there are borders for a reason. We have it for a reason. Like anyway, I know, and I think you would agree. Like it, it also is unsettling for my stomach to see like children who maybe their parents are making these maybe their parents are criminals and whatever you feel about the the adult in the situation then we're like gassing children i think that that's a, that no. does not sit well with me either you know regardless of what their parents did i don't understand why somebody's cool with that you know i'm not necessarily even cool i said i don't know no no no. i know yeah. i know i wasn't putting those words in your mouth yeah. i'm just saying like that is another thing that makes that's unsettling yeah, I don't know. I've done, you know, Paulette in the chat room is saying about uh, Mexico's being Trump-like about uh, the caravan. I, as I said before, I've done no independent research on what Carla and Armando told me. So I don't know. So, but uh, but we'll see. I want to, I have a, a story for you, Joey. Yeah. Um, this is actually from the, the election we had a couple weeks ago, but yeah. California approved yeah. Prop 7 by a sweeping 20 percentage point triumph. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a quirky proposal that would make daylight saving time permanent oh, and abolish the annual setting back of clocks by an hour every November. Love it. This measure creates a permanent daylight saving time zone uh, that would only apply to the state of California. But despite a gigantic win for the statewide polls, the proposal probably won't ever see the light of day, according uh. to this article. Um, unlike most California propositions approved by voters, this one doesn't automatically become law. Um, what are your thoughts on the time zones? I mean, I lived in Arizona, which didn't change their clocks, so I kind of have that perspective. And it does get kind of weird for you uh, yeah. being a state that doesn't change your clocks. What would also be weird is there will be people to the east of us that do change their clock. I don't know. It would be there were people then to the east of us that will be a time zone behind us, right? Well, they already are because it's Hawaii and Alaska. Well, I'm to the east of us. Oh, to the east of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, to the east of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, I don't care about them. Let me tell you this. I hate this Fakakta, uh, daylight savings time. One. Okay. You know, there's the old saying, as goes California, so so goes the country. So I'm hoping that when we change it, everyone's like, oh, okay, let's get rid of it. I think it's so stupid. The stupid, the daylight savings time. It's so dumb. I don't like changing my clocks. I don't like, I, I like it. I like, I want, look, I want it to get, dark a little later than it usually does and i'll be honest with you mm-hmm. please i love it right before you change the clock back i love it when it's like seven in the morning and dark love it like i love it darker in the morning right so i would love a time where like it's dark until seven or so and then it gets dark at six thirty instead of five thirty. i don't want it dark at five thirty. <laughs> right i want it dark at six thirty. that makes sense <laughs> Sure. Okay. I don't have strong feelings about oh, it. I, I do remember it. being in Arizona like it was always weird. Or, I mean, my parents live in Arizona, so, like, I never know. Are they ahead of us right now? Are they behind us? Yeah. I never remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, it doesn't matter. Um, there was some weird stuff. Like, there were a few channels on uh, TV that would, like, 
be in the different time zones. So when everyone else in the world changed their clocks in Arizona, mm-hmm. that channel would like also oh. uh, you would have to adjust that time. Oh, but not really? every channel, mm-hmm. like local stuff, didn't you know? Mm-hmm. So that was weird. I don't know. Time zones always fuck me up too. When I was get rid of them in my last job, I would schedule meetings and like miss meetings all the time. We well, got rid know. of time zones, but I want to get rid of this daylight savings. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. stupid. And I do have strong feelings about it. I was so happy that it passed by 20-point margin. I'm going to tell you something. Yes, what you're saying is not automatic. It has to go through Congress. You know, this Florida, they passed it like a uh, in, the, in the early summer, in the spring or something, during their primary or something. And so the Congress didn't move it through, but that was a Republican Congress. Hopefully this Nancy Pelosi from California-led Congress will... They have to, well, I don't know, but I guess it has to move through this. I guess, I guess Trump has to sign it. I don't know. What's, what's weird about it is, like, I'm sure, and maybe, you know, feel free to go to catchinguppodcast.com, click contact us, and send us an email. I, I'm i sure there's an argument to be made about, I think that it's something to do with, like, money. Like, we save money by doing this, right? Bullshit. No. It's some dumb, weird things? farm thing. I feel like there's something else, like... Adjusting so that we use less electricity. I've no? heard that argument, but it doesn't make any sense. Because if you think about it. It puts more of our life during daylight. Yeah. So we're adjusting, so we're using less daylight. I mean, I we're the, using daylight instead of less electricity. I know the big argument was for farmers before. Because sure. farmers, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why this just they just didn't change their schedule with like they get up later or something like that, you know, and start their day later. But, you know, well, I can't verify this, but also like the angry Mexicans in the caravan shouting, I hate America are also saying, I hate daylight saving time. So yeah. can't verify it, but well, then I agree with true. them. Let them in. Now, let me tell you something. I'm a, I don't care about these. Cause you know, there's so many things. There are so many dumb things that we have cut of farmers. Do you know why school starts at eight and ends at like two or three? Farmers. Yep, farmers. Fucking farmers. Because when the kids would be, it'd be okay for the kids. Then the kids could still come home and work on the farm. Mm. You know, and they could work in the morning yeah. a little bit before they went to school, and then they'd come home and work on the farm. So I've heard uh, some really healthy arguments about changing school times oh, to yeah. reflect normal kind of office hours and. It would save a lot of parents on like after school daycare costs and provide children the ability to sleep in a bit more, yeah. which is also scientifically kind of backed up with some good data that that might be good for le- learning. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> so. right. Yeah. The doctor said like these kids need more sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they should be to school later. Yeah. I agree. With do you have, what do you got going on next week, Joey? Well, well you know, coming this Wednesday – this Wednesday, in a world where Joe Batanz has no friends, yeah, Mike, uh, sweet Michael, is coming to town. He comes to town on Wednesday morning. Now he's at a work conference until Friday, right? Okay, but yeah. I'm gonna pick him up from the airport, and uh, he's at a conference. Was it about a year ago that he came last time? Two years ago. Oh, and you yeah. made his boyfriend cry. Did I make his boyfriend cry? Yeah, I think you did something like in a thrift store or something that made him cry. Or you like something to do with Hillary Clinton. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah, on a billboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, hated, he, he was a Bernie bro. Anyway, Sweet Michael is coming to town uh, alone, solo. He has a work thing. And uh, 
he's gonna be here Wednesday, and then starting next Saturday, like I'm hanging out with uh, uh, Jean Marti and Nico Martinez. We're gonna go on this with Sweet Michael on this like um, Broadway theater tour uh, in downtown Los Angeles. We're gonna, and then Sunday, I don't know what we're gonna be doing. And then Monday next this what next week? I don't think I can do the show because next Monday through Wednesday, Sweet Michael and I are gonna be in Joshua Tree. At a sweet okay. house in Joshua Tree, uh, we can figure out another time to do it. I'm, or we could skip a week. I'm not. No, we you know, never I'll... skip a week, Mike Lawson. What are you oh, talking about? Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. And um, I could probably do it Sunday night, don't you think? We'll have to figure it out. Maybe as long do... as I'm not in Tahoe, I can too. Oh, wait a minute! If the place has internet, I probably can't do it Monday morning because I have to go to we have to get ready and go. To, but maybe once I'm in Joshua Tree, I can do it. Maybe special guest. Mike, sweet Michael will be listening. Okay, you figure it out. You can also catch up in the car with Michael and just put that out. They won't know it's not this Michael. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Joe does all the talking anyway. <laughs> this shit. Ew. What about what, what? What do you have going on this week? Not much. I have. Um, I start my new job um, officially, and I also I'm having dinner with Steve tonight. That's Ooh, happening. What? Yeah. Will, will um, Steve get any pipe? What? No. We're going to go have ramen. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have planned. Mm-hmm. So should be boring. Uh, let, me, let me tell you something here. Uh, did you did you still follow Steve on this Instagram? Yeah. Did he? Did something come up? I mean, I don't know that I've seen I, everything. I think on one of his stories, he um, wrote like, "Since no one loves me," or something. That the other tree, or something. Did you see this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's just a joke. Like he he put fake presents under his tree so mm-hmm. that there was something there. Yeah, that's what it was. And then he right. commented like jokingly. Yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> did you hear Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski married? Yeah, but then I was like, I was like, oh my god! But like, they were engaged. Why was anyone surprised by this? I think that they're. I mean, they're weird about the relationship. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Why are we talking about this? I'm sorry. I did it just randomly, like, <laughs> came to mind. Okay, hey Joe, it was really nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Okay, bye. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 